You're listening to the KB Podcast Network. <laughs> Coming up on this episode of the Kingdom Bringer Podcast. I do. I love it. I love that I I get to do it. I know there's a lot of people that, that never even get to start doing it, let alone start doing it when they're 19 years old. Five of us that wanted to do that, and we looked at it as like Jesus is the sixth member. He will be involved in every single decision we make and everywhere we go. And your whole life is your ministry because what is ministry? It's somehow letting others know about the love and grace of Jesus. Spoken's, I don't only talk about Jesus with spoken. Wow, I feel like I have been a disservice to anyone I've ever had a conversation with when I've said, Yeah, spoken's my full time ministry. Okay, I'm on. I added you. Give me some, uh, yeah, it's a different one too, by the way. Yeah, I added, yeah, I added you. I added you. It's just what happens. I don't know how many map pairs there are. With we extremely technological human beings. That's what we do. We figure it out. We got it. You're a, you're a hustler, man. That's what you do. A grinder. Yeah, a grinder. Where are yeah, you at? Grinder. Where are you at? Uh... I'm at outside of Quality Inn, about 45 minutes west of Flagstaff, Arizona, because I lost service for a while once I left the church. I did guest worship this morning in Flagstaff, took off driving because I'm playing in Needles, California tonight. Anyway, I was coming out of the mountains and lost service completely, Um, and then I got off at this exit because I saw Love's Travel Center. I tried to get on their Wi-Fi and it didn't want me to. And so I came to this quality inn down the road and I was on their Wi-Fi for a bit. Now I'm not, but the phone is working. So I'm not sure. Is that, is that kind of your life? Just uh, stealing people's Wi-Fi? It's borrowing. It's not so much stealing. I've stayed at a lot of quality inns in my life. Um, (laughs) So it's, it's kind of a handoff. Um, yeah, I, I have done so many interviews standing even outside a hotel, around the backside of the hotel, trying to stay out of the wind, freezing to death uh, in those situations where it's like, okay, Matt, I think, Matt, I think I'm, lo- I think I'm losing you. Like, oh, <laughs> Are you there? Are you there? <laughs> um, yeah. Like, okay, I'm not sure we got that. that <laughs> answer. If you did answer, I'm like, are you serious? I talked for five minutes. That's so, funny. My life is trying to juggle how in the world to figure all this out. And uh, every day is its own new batch of what in the world is going on. And you must still enjoy it, correct? I do. I love it. I love that I I get to do it. I know there's a lot of people that, that never even get to start doing it, let alone start doing it when they're 19 years old and traveling and um. All the lessons have been hard lessons learned, um, but I think they've all been uh, worthwhile and useful. Um, How many years on the road is this for you? Well, Spoken uh, was a band for 23 years as of February 10th of this year. Um, we started touring about nine months after we started. So wow. it's been it's been 22 years on the road. How many days a year do you average on the road? We've had this discussion before. Now yeah. or, uh, well, in the beginning, I mean, we were playing 250 shows a year. Wow. Uh, nobody knowing who we are yeah. or where, 
they might just show up at a show I'm like, oh, we heard something was going on. So we showed up. There might be five people, might be 50 people, you know, and, you know, throughout the years, I mean, you still have some tours that are well attended. Some are not. Some shows are well attended. Some are not. Um, it's you never know yeah. because people luckily they have the opportunity and the choice to choose whether to go to a show or not, or stay at home or not, or, and they have that choice. It's just sometimes people just, they, they don't want to go be around a crowd of people. And I understand that to an extent, but at the same time, there's zero community and there's there, they complain uh, about not having any kind of community, but yet they don't go out and about and find community. I know it's hard. I am the first to, to say community is really difficult um a lot of that's because i'm just gone so much as well right so um i'm sure you're asked this question a lot but like what just a real quick synopsis of what what you think your what's the key to your longevity what's the key to anybody's longevity in the music business like that i believe whether or not they know it or not or was able they would claim it it's the pure grace of jesus um because you could wake up each day uh, and have zero ability to do anything that you're doing. Right. It doesn't matter what job it is. It doesn't matter if it's music, singing, drumming, guitar playing. Yeah. Um, I know that any day I could wake up and not be able to sing anymore. And that's not living my life in fear. That's the reality. Yeah. People lose their voice all the time, yeah. especially when it comes to bands that scream their brains out, yeah. you know, for an hour every day. Um, but I mean, I know a lot of people who have had vocal issues, you know, over the years and I've had several people walk up to me and be like, Hey man, have you ever had issues with your voice? I'm like, uh, thank you for bringing that up. <laughs> um, what, cause so much of singing is psychological. Like, yeah, it's that's like, a good point. I mean, there are many nights of where no one knows I'm having a rough vocal night, but I do, right. you know, yeah. and my wife knows my voice well enough that she knows every little thing I do and when I do it to kind of try to help smooth over situations that might be a little rough at a certain part of my vocal range and whatever, all this stuff. And she was like, tough night, huh? I'm like, you could tell. She's like, of course I could tell. (laughs) And that's because my wife knows me so well. She knows my voice. She knows how I carry myself. She knows the tone of my voice when I'm speaking uh, the height in which I carry my shoulders, you know, yeah. like she knows all that. And she's like, what's up? I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, don't do that. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I, I do still love it. No, I just, I, I do love yeah. it. I love what I get to do. And, you know, you know, five, six years ago when I started doing more and more acoustic shows and doing acoustic tours between spoken tours and doing guest worship at different churches or, you know, we might show up at a venue and they literally have a couple speakers on a stick and they're like, Hey, here you go. <laughs> we're like, uh, we're going to burn this to the ground if we try to play on it. Right. And so the guys would be like, Oh, Matt's got his acoustic. He'll just do an acoustic set. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> and so I, I love it. I love being able to do it. That's I mean, good. that's what I'm on right that's now good. as an acoustic tour. So, um, any opportunity to play music and share songs and stories. I, I think that's why I exist. So. Man, that's, you know, I, I did the uh, concert promotions for a while, not for very long. I, you sure did. I don't. And do you know how often I talk about you've, you? You have mentioned often. that. You've mentioned that. I don't, I, I don't know what the, the average, you know, promoter, how long he lasts in the business out here. It was so tough. 
it just didn't work and I got burnt out really quick. A lot of it was because I went after so many shows in like a small amount of time in this small market. I kind of oversaturated it. It is what it is, but I will always say that I kind of hit the jackpot with you spoken being the first concert that I promoted because I don't know, and it, it could be kind of a, a catch 22. So I feel like you're one of the best dudes in the business as far as just being a good dude. I consider you a friend, you know, <laughs> it's one of those things where we are, we friends. are friends and <laughs> I have met a lot of not good dudes in this thing, just straight up. And them. it's, you they know, are. guys that are guys, guys that are intimidating <laughs> guys that are, are in it just for a paycheck or in it just to come and go. But I met, I met Matt Baird at the very first show and <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with that, but I uh, let me go with it. All right, here's the deal. I was call I was calling random churches all yeah. over Kansas. One because Oliver, our drummer at the time, his dad was living in Dodge City, Kansas and commuting home to oh, Fayetteville every right. other weekend. I forgot about see, that. You know, to see his wife and to see Oliver if Oliver was in town and all the stuff he was working out there at a that. hospital. And so I'm like, I want to play Dodge City, one, because of Gunsmoke, <laughs> and another because Oliver needs to play in the town yeah. his dad's at, like, yeah. so he can see him, you know, yeah. like, and so I did. I remember getting, I remember specifically talking to um, a guy from a different country who was at a Salvation Army church <laughs> who uh, said that I might try uh, Dodge City Church of the Nazarene. He had heard maybe yeah. they want to do shows. So I called. And I remember talking to Jason Getz. Your memory um, is your memory is ridiculous, bro. Let me let it on that selected awesome. things. And I talked to Jason. He's like, "Well, no, not not so much me or whatever." But you know, there's a guy that goes here named Darren. He's talked about doing some shows. Here's his number. And I called you up, and you said yes to doing a spoken yes. and wedding show. Did yes. it in the gymnasium? Absolutely. And that was the first show uh, in Dodge mean. City, and it was the first of many shows. And no matter how you look at it or are you only you and your wife and children know how much time you yeah. spent um, having to figure out how to build a market in a, a market less yes. city in the middle of yeah. nowhere, Kansas, right? For you sure. built it right yeah. because of hard work, because of dedication, desire, grace of yes. Jesus. All yes, of I did. Keep going. Yes. Shows. And so, <laughs> no, that's it. And I talk about it all the time. I, I honestly talk about it all the time with people who are like, man, I've always wanted to do concerts, but I don't know how. I'm like, let me tell you a story about Darren. And like, okay. And at the end of it, they're like, dude, okay. And just because whether it be I am kind enough, dumb enough, whatever it is, I will be a guinea pig for anybody who That's has so the desire to start building a, a, a community of shows and, and local bands and whatever in a town, yeah. in a city, in whatever. I, I'm I'm up for that because it could go really, really well. Worst case, it's going to go really bad. Not like I haven't experienced that in my life many times with shows. So I see it as like anybody who's like, I want to, I want to do shows. Cool. Do it. It starts with one and then it starts, you build credibility and bands hear about you and bands contact the bands who have played there. Hey, I saw you played in Nowheresville, Dodge City. Yeah. How'd you do that? Who'd you contact? Yeah. That's how it works. I have people like not every day, but probably every other day or twice a week. They're like, Hey, I always wanted to do shows, but I don't know how. And you know, and, and people who have followed my Facebook, they've probably seen me post like, Hey, are you in a band? 
trying to yeah. figure out how to do it. Maybe I can help. Do you want to, you know, host shows? Maybe I can help. And a lot of times I'm like, I'll come do an acoustic show. You can get to know me. Um, we can see how a show goes and we'll that's build so it from good. there. And that's, that's kind of it. That was such so, an, I love all of it. I love every aspect. That was such an it. exciting time in my life. I'll be honest. It was one of those things where kind of a, um, I had an idea of like, man, that'd be so fun. And then all of a sudden I'm doing it, you know, I'm booking shows, I'm bringing in some of my favorite bands. I'm yep. getting to kind of do life with them in the future. You know, I've had you at my house. You've, you've we've, we've had meals yep. together. We've broke yep. bread. We've, I've had chili dogs at your house. I've had chili dogs at your church. This, this podcast in general, it's, it's, it's all about the idea of Luke seventeen twenty one that the kingdom of God lives inside of us and that we have the privilege of releasing the kingdom everywhere we go. So when I'm doing this and I, I put this together and I strategically wanted to put together episodes based off of everyday testimonies, everyday lives of how people release the kingdom. And so I had the idea of kingdom on tour personally. I don't know anybody that tours more than Matt Baird. And so I wanted to have you on here, bro, just to talk a little bit about you're, you're a believer and I know, I know your faith. You've talked to me often about testimonies about on the road and that, that example right there that we talked about of you coming to Dodge City and being who you were, like that is who you were, right? Like the, the dude that I met at the very first show is the dude that you are. Unfortunately for yes. some, but for me, <laughs> it was, I got to experience something amazing because of you being who you were, like your willingness to be who God created you to be. I think you said that earlier. What, can you give me some examples, bro, of how you, how your faith, how your um, knowledge of your identity as a, as a child of God, how that pushes you forward every day on the road. Like what, what's some ways that that drives you? Because it has to drive you because you're doing it. Well, you're away from your family I, every day. Yeah. And I, I didn't know, I didn't know that I needed Jesus until someone was like, Hey, I want you to know that Jesus loves you and has a plan for your life. I was 14 years old. I had no yeah. clue. You know, I'm like, okay, I know what, I know what my plan is. I'm going to be a professional skateboarder. Like that's literally what I was trying to do and what I was expecting to do. And that's what, that's where all of my, all of my time, effort and energy went into is trying to be the best yeah. skateboarder I could. Um, and then, you know, uh, someone outside of church in Lowell, Arkansas asked to see my board. He did a heel flip. Uh, he became an instant friend. And that was the beginning of that whole situation. I didn't know what I didn't know, right. you know, and, and whether or not that sounds like, duh, <laughs> you know, or not, but yeah. like so often we don't have people teaching us. We don't have people coming alongside us and walking with That's us. True. And I'm not saying just helping us avoid the pitfalls of life or whatever. I'm talking like just average, ordinary, every walking single day yeah. decisions. A lot of times we don't have that. Um, you know, and so at 19 years old, I felt like God was like, Hey, you're messing around with music. Why don't you do it for real and tell people I love them, have a plan for their life. And I'm like, okay, that's awesome. And, and, you know, there were five of us that wanted to do that. And we looked at it as like, Jesus is the sixth member. He will be involved in every single decision we make and everywhere we go. And so that was the whole thing. And then, you know, you fast forward five years later and I met my wife who is the best person I know. She's the most holy person I know. And God, uh, put her in my life and I still cannot believe she talks to me to this day. <laughs> and I think it takes a very, very strong woman to, to be able to understand what it is that this guy on the road is yeah. doing. And the great thing is, is like, not only is, is Tiffany 
the best person I know. She is the best example of how to communicate love to people who are hard, 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 hard yes. to love. And you would rather just walk away than have a conversation with them because they're so difficult. And they, it seems like they make everything difficult. Everything is on a hundred. Everything is drama. Everything is like, poor me, poor me, where she helps them see the good and all. Good. Like, it's like, here's the deal. Here's who Jesus created you to be. Whether or not you believe that or not yet, that's what, that's what she wants to help people figure out is, is who did God make them to be? And there's a lot of hard topics out there where it's like, uh, I don't even know how to respond to this, you know? And so my wife walking alongside of me and sometimes walking in front of me and me trying to keep up, uh, you know, like that's another huge reason of why I still do this is because she believes in it as well. And then while on acoustic tours, she comes with me, my boys come with me, they're 12 and seven now. They love being on the road. They love touring. They don't understand how cool it is, yeah. you know, and how great it is that they get to do it. But they get to see why I'm gone right. all the time. And people right. get to meet my wife and my children, whom I talk about all so the good. time and post about all the time. And everybody feels like they that's know right. each other, yeah. you know. And so that's the, the whole thing of like, how do we somehow navigate these waters and make it make sense? Um, stay sane during all of it. And how, how do we point people to Jesus? That's just straight up it. Yeah. How do we do it? Do we do it with, you know, conversations before the show, after the show? Do we do it with words that are spoken during the show? Is it a song that reaches someone a certain way? Is it having some guy sitting shotgun with you driving down the road and just having conversations? Like yeah. all of it, um, because it all works together for the same situations. Like how do we, um, as believers, if we're believers, how do we, how do we show people Jesus? And so that's literally all of it. Um, I could quit music today and somehow, some way I would, I would have the desire to still somehow tell people about Jesus. I don't want to quit music. And I hope Jesus allows me to keep singing and playing guitar and performing with spoken uh, for many, many, many years to come. Um, But I trust him and whatever he wants to do, he can do. How do you steward, how do you steward the, the relationship with your wife on the road? Like what's some, What's some things that you do that you practice? Because I know you're you're a guy that, um, you know, you've shared with me the the importance of scheduled calls and, and being consistent with that. And you're a man of integrity when it comes to that. What are some things that, that you feel like is so important for you to steward when it comes to that relationship on the road? Yeah. Well, I think the whole thing is like m- making sure that we are communicating. Like, I mean, normally in the morning we'll have a pretty long conversation in the morning, just kind of like what's going on. How was last night? You know, how are things, whatever, how how are the boys this morning? How are they doing? Um, What's your day look like? And that's back and forth. It's like, what's going on today. And then, you know, throughout the day, multiple text messages, you know, about whatever, you know, Hey, thinking about you, Hey, what's going on? Tell the boys, hi, tell the boys, I love them, whatever. And just keeping each other up to date throughout the day. And and it's multiple phone calls. Like sometimes it could be for 10 minutes. It could be for an hour. It could be for two hours. Um, And then, you know, at the end of every day, other than like last night, because last night I had to deal with a rental car situation in Las Vegas and how they have different policy policies than anywhere else in the country. When it comes to renting uh-huh. a car, it was a huge ordeal. And it took me five hours to, uh, to be able to pick up my rental car and take off wow. driving, you know? And so like, needless to say, I finally was able to call her at two thirty AM at home. And she's like, um, 
I take it you get out your car. I'm like, yep. She's like, I love you, but I have to go to bed. I have to get up early. I'm like, okay, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Yeah. So, you know, we talked first thing yeah. this morning, you know, just so it literally is, it's a lot of conversations throughout the day. It's a lot of communication because a lot goes on, not only out here, but sure. at home. Yeah. Um, and not only with my children, but with like students from church or just situations, life happens yeah. all the time. And uh, I just see it as like, if the rest of the world or whoever it is on the road can have me for 23 hours in a day, I can talk to her for an hour at the end of the day, you know, no matter what. Um, it's very rare that it's only an hour, you know, like we, we communicate. That's how we, that's when we first started dating phone is all we had. That was it. Um, and so we learned how to to talk that way, you know, early on. And so it has continued and, we talk a lot at home. Like we, I'll just kneel down on the floor in front of the bed and we'll just sit there and talk. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, I think that's the only way to make it work is like open communication about every detail of the day, you know? And that doesn't mean that things don't get busy. And sometimes you're like, Oh, I totally forgot to tell you, blah, 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 yeah. blah. You know, that happens. Um, but I think if, if we could all nurture that, um, uh, whether whether we're on the road or not, like how and and I can only say by things that I've had to learn by not doing it properly for, you know, sure. for a very long oh, time. Yeah. Like, uh, and I want to only get better. I want to get better at communicating. I want I want to make my wife feel like she is the most special human being on earth, and um, that, that that's hard for guys sometimes because they just get distracted or busy with stuff and. I mean, I think that's one of my biggest issues is I'm pretty easily distracted. And so that's another thing I'm working on as a um, over over 30-year-old yeah. man. Oh, you're over 30, yeah. Between 30 and 60, right? <laughs> <laughs> 30, between 30 and 40. There we go. Something like that. I know what the age is, but I'll keep it a secret. It's 42. I'm 42 years old. I'm in a there rock you go. <laughs> Man, one thing that I've always admired about you is – being a music lover myself, being a, a fan of, of, you know, rock and roll music, I have always respected and I've <laughs> always honored the fact that you have considered this a ministry. Like you've, you, you, out, you outwardly say that this is a ministry for you. And absolutely, talk to me about that, about how you have been so true to that. And what does that mean for you to, to call this, this rock band and this, this passion for music, to call that a ministry, what does that mean for you? Well, I know that I got it wrong um, a lot of times throughout the years when I was asked about it. I'm like, so Spoken's your, your full-time ministry? I'm like, yeah, yeah, Spoken's my ministry. Spoken. Um, one day, I don't even remember how it got brought up. I don't, I don't know. Um, but it was one of those realizations of like, Spoken's not your only ministry. Your whole life you is go. your ministry. Because what is ministry? It's somehow letting others know about the love and grace of Good. Jesus spoken. I don't only talk about Jesus with right. spoken. And so like, that was a kind of a harsh reality. I'm like, wow, I feel like I have been a disservice to anyone I've ever had a conversation with when I've said, yes, yeah, spoken's my full-time wow. ministry because it should there be my whole life. Every detail so of my right. life, the most important ministry to my wife and my children. Again, I am still trying to figure all that out. Like, and I will always try to figure that out. How do I lead my wife and my children towards Jesus? How do I lead uh, people that are in the band, like on the road with me towards Jesus? How do I lead people who are at a concert towards Jesus? All of it. 
Um, and, and all of it, I, I feel like there, the answer is yes. How, how do we do it? How do we figure it out? And, um, that's, that's just what I want to do. And I, I want, I want to figure out, um, how to love the unlovable and the annoying and all that, because I know that I'm that <laughs> I, I can be exactly that. Um, and so I, I just think it's all of it is, is, is ministry and, and your life should be your ministry because everything in your life should be about how do I somehow reflect That's Jesus. Good. Let's talk about touring when you're, I mean, you guys are, you're a Christian band, correct? Spoken, you consider yourself a Christian band or do you go there or not? Is that language that you're using? Yes, absolutely. Spoken as a Christian band. And I have no clue why anybody who is a Christian would be in a band who talks yes. about Jesus from stage, who sits there and talks to fans about Jesus. They have songs about Jesus. Why would you be like, no, we're not a Christian band. We're, we're, I mean, we're Christians in a band, but we're not a Christian band. I think there have been plenty of bands over the years who have broken that mold of like, we just don't want to be pigeonholed. I'm like, all right, you have that conversation with someone else. I've had it too many times and I don't see it the same way. I see it. Be who you are. Be the band you okay, are. Okay, so and if you're going to talk about <laughs> from stage, you're a That's Christian good. band. That's I'm good. Sorry. The That's, reason I was going there. No, it's th- like a, a <laughs> is a preacher who talks about Jesus and the Christian gospel speaker. of Jesus. Is he a Christian preacher? <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. The reason I was going there is because I wanted to talk about touring like the mainstream market. Okay, I'm. We talk yes. about Jesus from stage yeah. to those artists. They. I don't believe they've ever truly had an issue with it because we're just the same on stage as off stage. We try to hang out. We try to be friends, you know, with them. We care about them, you know, and most of the time we're fans of their music. And so it's like, there's not, I'm not saying there's never been a time that someone has had an issue with us, you know, talking about Jesus from stage because they have actually started saying things that were not Christian from stage to make sure their fans know Hey, we don't feel the yeah. same way. Um, but it, it's never been someone's like, if you talk about Jesus, you're off okay. the tour. Like that, that's never happened, yeah. you know? And so, um, yeah. I believe it's as simple as like, okay, if I can't talk about Jesus, the whole reason I exist, I don't want to do yeah. your tour. That's good. Done. No. And I, I believe, I believe that you would do that. And so that's why I was kind of curious because I've heard horror stories. I've heard stories from, you know, uh, other, other bands that have said that they've, they've been told that they can't do this and can't do that and i'm sure you've been told that so what you're saying is you have turned down opportunities uh no i have not i have not been told like hey you cannot talk about jesus but there has been bands that have spoken up during their set to make sure to make sure that the fans that are there who to see them know they don't feel the same way as spoken does they're not saying yeah the guys in spoken got up here and talked about (laughs) jesus well we don't believe that it's not that yeah. Um, but there have been things that have been said, you know, and that's fine. Like I have, I don't have an issue yeah. with that. I mean, cause again, like we are going to be the same, uh, no matter what. And there hasn't been, there hasn't been a tour yet where they're like, Hey, you can do this tour, but you can't talk about okay, Jesus. Cool. Cause I just say, it's like, why would I want to yeah, do that right tour? On. Like that doesn't mean that it wouldn't be a great opportunity, but that'd be like that. I mean, that's like such, it's such compromise, right? Um, I mean, yeah. That, well, I, I just see it as like, that's like saying, and, and I, I see this differently than a lot of people too. They're like, keep Jesus out of the workplace. I'm like, I don't right. agree with you yeah. <laughs> like yeah. at all. I'm like, if, if Jesus is what matters to you, you're going to speak that's about good, Jesus. Bro. Like that, that's just it. It's going to come through in your life. And so it's like, Hey, you can work here, but I don't want to catch you having conversations right. about Jesus. 
you know, and, and that, however, yeah. like, I don't, I don't know that that is fair at all as a human being. Cause you can't tell people that you, you know what, you can work here, but you cannot talk about your kids. You can work here, but you cannot talk about your dogs. Cause I'm not a dog person. <laughs> you know what? You can work here, but you cannot talk about what you're doing yeah. on the weekend. Like I don't, that's not, um, that's not fun for coworkers at all. Yeah. <laughs> like, so I think that's probably a very broad, uh, you know, bunch of words just then. No, that's but good, man. I really see it as like, I, I don't, I don't know. I feel like God has kind of brought tours that we haven't had to that's deal good. with that. That's and good. So that's grace, um, right? Yeah. That's grace. That's good. Grace. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I'm, I, I don't know. No. I don't know. All that is stuff that we would deal with when it came For about, sure. but I don't know that. I think anybody who listens to our music at all, or even just YouTube us something, they're gonna be like, you know, I, the band sounds cool, but he talks about Jesus. So I, I don't think we're going to ask them to yeah. go on the tour. If that's the case, that's, that's yeah. fine. That's good. You know? So, but no, luckily we haven't been told, Hey, you can't talk about Jesus uh, on this tour. Cause I'd be like, yeah. okay, thank you so much for thinking of us. Thanks for asking us to be a part of it, but it's just not, I don't think it's going to work right now. Thank so you. I'm guessing that you, you, you believe that you're still making a difference in the kingdom, right? I mean, you're, You've you you have vocalized that the important part of this for you is the ministry aspect of it. So you must you must believe that you're still making a difference on the road. Correct? Yeah. Yeah. Um with conversations with people, um, with seeing people's face when they're singing songs, um, just seeing seeing the reaction of the people who are at the shows, the fact that people still show up at shows, um, Facebook messages that I get, emails, text messages all of it. Um, I just, every day I'm just, I'm grateful that I get to do it at yeah. all. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't deserve to get to do it. Um, it has been a whole lot of work over the years and a whole lot of sacrifice. Um, but the sacrifice that my family has made is much beyond true. mine. Yeah. Um, and so as long as my, my family is like, Hey, we believe in what you're doing. Um, I'll be, I'll be doing this and I'll be including them in every aspect that I possibly That's can. Awesome. You've got some new music coming. Is yes. It, is it complete? Yes. Um, there currently are, uh, there are several songs that are complete when it comes to, um, okay, there are music beds and there are scratch vocals over them, yep. like whole yep. songs. But as far as real vocals, like with a decent microphone and not into my cell phone while driving, <laughs> um, there's... There's yeah. three of those, um, but we, we've just got to be able to actually track the whole record and make it cohesive and all the guitar tones, you know, close to the same, like, cause right now, like I've been writing with like just a lot of different people. And so there's a lot of different sounds, a lot of different kind of, they're all kind of heavy, but um, to make it sound like it was recorded. Yeah. Every time I talk to you, every Describe time I talk it. to you, when, it, when a new record's coming out, it's so heavy. It's so heavy. Is that what this one is? Is this uh, one so it's heavy? Got heavy. It's got heavy moments okay. for sure. I mean, okay. so far, I mean, it could completely change by the time we track the record. That's your heart but, right now, though. It's like you're, um, you're looking for a heavy my, record. My goal, like my vision for the record, if I had one, would be I would truly like to rip off Illusion. I would like to yeah, do uh, a heavier uh, version of Illusion. Very nice. Like, I just... It, it, everything about that record kind of, and because it was, we took so much time on it and learned so much about songwriting. Um, 
on that record and and just had time to to write songs um record songs tour on those songs get the fans reactions to to the songs um and then go in and just kind of be like what are we missing what do we need to do different here let's switch out this chorus here this needs a different chorus to make it more cohesive with the rest of the record and um i i would like and that one's three that one's like some some of the heaviest that one's like three records old right and you guys still play so many jams you guys still play so many songs live off that record don't you yeah 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 we have been in quite the mixture of you know illusion and uh breathe again um you know and you know we've been playing silence from nine uh we've been playing uh i don't know what i don't know what records are on but uh we played uh, all i wanted on the last tour which went well um i don't know I, I don't know. I don't listen to spoken, so it's hard for me to. Remember I don't either. Um, just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't either. So you guys are doing a crowdfunding right now, right, for this record? Yeah. Well, it, well, not so much for the record, but to try to get everything set to be able to shop to different labels. Like management's been communicating with several different okay. labels, and we need uh, good recordings to be able to and like i was saying earlier it's like not cell phone yeah, recordings for sure. you know for vocals but like i need to be able to to get down to nashville and to, to be able to spend some time in the studio and actually us hash out these songs and get them into a spot where they need to be to send and, and put our best foot forward that's what i always tell these bands these young bands are like what do we do i'm like well get your best three songs make sure that they are your best that you possibly can do great recordings and start sending them out. Like, don't don't send the worst recordings you've ever done to someone because your first impression could be your last. And so I look at that the same way, like spoken, like we need our best sounding stuff to be sent to these people who may or may not have heard yeah. of us before. You know, I, spoken can't only rely on the past right. of the band. Like, can't only, like, here's what we've done. Oh, cool. That's what are right. you going to do? Like, we have got That's to be right. moving forward. And so... Um, you know, that's that. I'd like to get some some music video stuff going, uh, just because that's, that's what these youngsters like. Um, you know, and just get things uh, set up properly for what's coming up. And it just it just costs so much to travel back and forth to Nashville and to try to route it into touring, which we've done the past four records. Yeah. You know, just like how do we do this? Um, so every everybody keeps asking like, when when are we going to do the record? When are we going to do the music? All this stuff. I was like, well, here's kind of what we need to do, and uh, everyone's been awesome about it. It's been really cool. Every I, I, I'll say this, and whatever. I, every band talks about their fans being the best, <laughs> and that's fine. Like, that's great. They can be wrong. They, they can be wrong. I know some. I know some of the bands that they have amazing fans. Yeah. You know, and luckily we've been able to kind of uh, come alongside some of those fans that they have because it's it's family. It's everyone trying to support everybody, yeah. you know, and they're, whether or not they know it or not, but there are so many people who, um, they're a, they're a bigger part of some of these bands than some of the band yeah. members are. That's just agree. a fact, like because of the amount of support and, and prayer, not only financial, but like letting other people know about yeah. these bands, letting people know about what's going on. Um, you know, this morning, uh, I had heard that, uh, uh, seven day slumber yeah, got in a bus that. accident last night like and the whole front of their bus is literally yeah. gone and so these people who everyone just throws around the name fans but it's this family these 
these friends of all of these bands and all these bands are making posts and a lot of them they're the same fans for all these bands a lot of them they have a different reach than others but right now there's this huge community of people that are praying for their whole right. situation and everyone involved in the accident and, and it is it's incredible but that's what has been built in this whatever you want to call it this christian music industry whatever no it, it's just a bunch of people who all have common yeah. interest and common goals and that is like how do we further the kingdom and how yeah. do we how do we make it to be where these people who who uh, are playing music and using music as a tool to share jesus how do we help them do it and i feel like that's what it, that's what is keeping so many of these bands um in existence right now is the people who have supported them over the years buying a t-shirt buying a cd starting a podcast you know recording yeah. a record uh doing a radio interview uh, all of this, we all are doing it so together. Good. And so I love it. We just have to, we need to rejoice with those who are doing great things. And it seems like everything is on the road to success and we need to be there and feel what they're feeling when they have a situation like seventh day slumber, like their bus is totaled, you know, and that's not cheap at all. And like, they're in the middle of a tour right now. And how does that affect that? How does it affect everyone who bought tickets already? How does it affect yeah, uh, the merchandise sitting in the trailer that needs to be sold at these upcoming shows? And how's God going to work and all that? And he is, he's going to, he is, he's probably already done things that none of us will even yeah. realize until a year so from good. now. And so um, it's, it's all of us uh, together, but I, I will, I will say this, uh, that, Fans, the quicker they realize that they're what they call fans are actually friends and family, uh, I think the quicker wow. they will realize how important they are. What's the best place for people to go and support this crowdfund, get this thing going for you guys? Um, it is GoFundMe.com uh, slash spoken dash 2019 dash plans is what it is because it's exactly that it's like what are we doing yeah. in 2019 how are we doing it what do we need to do how do we get this set up properly uh to to be as successful as possible with whatever it is that we're doing there's a link um, on spoken space recording page a lot too. of songs yep all over our facebook there's a link uh on uh spoken official on the instagram there's a link there's all, all over matt baird acoustic yeah. there's uh facebook um matt baird Facebook, Matt Baird official Instagram, spokenmusic.com. I'm going to put a link in the show notes to this episode too. Uh, so people can, awesome. people can go to there and contribute. Um, I have contributed to the last four, I believe crowdfunding efforts you guys have done. I'm a, nice. I'm a yes, believer, bro. I'm a believer in what you're doing. And I will say I you talked that. about like first impressions and that, you know, I'm going to hit on that again. The reason that I support what you're doing, bro, is because of the initial impression that I got from you and the integrity that I see in your life like to this day. I'm actually supporting a friend and supporting <laughs> yeah. a brother who I believe is furthering the kingdom. Like I I believe in you, bro, and I'm I'm proud of what you're doing and um I'm just thankful. I'm thankful that you're still going after it and Every time you make an announcement that you're doing another album, it's just, it is exciting because I like to be a part of it. Well, that's awesome, man. Well, thank you. Thank you. And thanks to everyone listening and all the bands who are on tour and trying their best to figure this out. And how do we navigate these waters of like uncertainty of like, 
is it worth it to tour? Yes. Is it worth it to record records? Yes. Should we do a full length record? Yeah, for sure. Should we do an EP? Yeah. Why not? Should we do a single? Sure. Uh, whatever yeah. it is that a band, <laughs> whether, whether they're brand new or whether they've been around for 20 years, whatever it is, um, whatever they feel like, like this works for our fan base and for the people who follow our band. Cool. Do that. But Always remember that if it wasn't for the people showing up at those shows, you wouldn't even be able to afford to make it to the That's next good. show. And so like, I, I know that I, I believe that. And uh, so, I mean, I'm just, I'm thankful to Jesus. I'm thankful to my wife, my kids, every person who's ever been to a show, even if they only made it through one show fine. Uh, and if they've still been following us for all these years, I'm so grateful and I look forward to whatever's next. You have been faithful, bro, and I appreciate everything you've ever done to to help me out. You've helped me with many shows that you were not involved in, and uh, I appreciate you. Well, you're nice. You're nice. You're nice and you're sweet. (laughs) You're a sweet. You're a sweet soul. You're just a sweet soul. Bro, I appreciate the time, man. I know you're on the road. Where, Where are you headed to next? I'm... I'm about to head over this mountain towards Needles, California. I'm playing Needles, Needles tonight. Needles, California. I'm doing a house show tomorrow night in uh, the Phoenix, Arizona area. Then I'm driving 12 hours overnight to Fairfield, California. I am still currently trying to figure out what in the world I'm doing on uh, March 6th and 7th. I'm trying to get a couple shows in the Southern California area. Uh, then I play Victorville, California on Friday, which is March 8th. I'm waiting to hear back from someone in the Las Vegas area about the 9th. I do morning worship in Kanab, Utah on March 10th, and then I drive back to Vegas and fly home to my... And you've got a spoken tour coming up soon, is that right? Yep. Yep. March 23rd through April 1st. Yep. Dude, bless you so much. I'm so proud of you, man. man. Thank you for grinding. I appreciate you. You bet. I appreciate you too. Tell your family hello. Tell anyone in Dodge City, Kansas hello. To anyone listening to this, thank you very much. And we'll do it again soon. How about it? Love you, dude. Love you. Talk to you soon. Well, there we go. Thank you guys so much for tuning in once again. want to encourage you to go check us out on Facebook at KB Podcast. You can rate, review, subscribe, and share on Apple Podcast. That'd be a blessing. We would appreciate that. Also, please go check out kingdombringer.com. It's the new website. You will find there the Kingdom Bringer blog that comes out every week. Also easy access to the podcast from there. So go there, check it out, share it with your friends. We would appreciate that very, very much. Don't forget you can send us your questions and your comments to thekingdombringers at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. I would love to interact with you. So give it a shot. Shoot us a message. Let's have some interaction. That'd be fantastic. Don't forget the Bible says to love your neighbor as yourself. If you love yourself so much that you listen to this podcast every week, hey, love your neighbor. Share it. Share it with your friends. That'd be awesome. Thank you guys again. We love you. You tune in every week. You got so many options and you choose this one. We appreciate it. We love you. Until next time, be blessed.